0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Feed Ace Podcast. My name is Jerry Serino and I'm your host and I'm here with talent on loan from Rush. You know, the um, our kids are at risk and every single day I see something new in the news about something that is going on in our schools. Uh, they are going after our kids. They're unapologetic about it. And even with um, all the video and all the controversy that has been out there for a few years now. It seems that they don't care, and they keep going after our kids with books and with with indoctrination and Pride Month, which we have going on now. Um, they are they are coming after us, and you know the one of the toughest things to do, admittedly, is to fight back because people have had their their lives destroyed, their jobs taken away. It's really really tough. But the toughest by any stretch is a mom. You don't mess with moms. I've said it so many times on my show. If you've listened, don't mess with moms. And there is a mom that I have on today who definitely you don't want to mess with because she is definitely being vocal. She is out there. She is fighting for kids, all of our kids. And her name is Kristen Juan, and she's joining me today. Kristen, thanks for coming on.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: So okay, we you and I have been trying to schedule this for a while now. So I'm really glad that we were able to do it. Um, life gets in the way, and that's okay. Yeah, so it's really great to talk to you. I'm really glad that you're able to come on. I've I've done a lot of work with people like you, where I find you out on social media. You're not, you know, Tucker Carlson. You're not Charlie Kirk. Right. You're a mom, and you're out there fighting. So let's start off with a little bit of your background you're a teacher um, yes. I'll give that much and uh, tell us about your background where you're from as much as you're you're willing to to talk about
1: Okay um yes yeah, so I am a 4th grade teacher and a mama and so that's kind of where um where I can speak from just a Christian mama teacher and What happened with me, um, just a little bit of my story, is back in April, uh, not this past April, but the April before that, um, I was, uh, I just took to social media one day after speaking to a friend who's, who basically was telling me that she had a teacher her daughter had a teacher that was teaching the genderbred man. And I'm talking elementary kids. And so I kind of dug into that and I kind of found out there's been a lot of gender ideologies being pushed on, on kids in school. And I was, you know, at the point where Either I'm gonna be silent about this and try to preserve myself, or I'm gonna speak up. And so I just made a video, first video I ever made on TikTok. I didn't have any followers on TikTok at that time. I got on there and I basically said if you have if you can teach kids and confuse kids with all of these gender ideologies, then I should be able to get up in the classroom and, and tell kids that they were created a boy or a girl on purpose for a purpose. Basically it was a hypothetical statement. You know, you have the freedom to do this. I should have the freedom to, to teach the opposite. And um, the left went <clears throat> absolutely crazy and my life was threatened. They, there was hundreds of them that called my school trying to get me fired and um, And so at that point, because I I kind of I live in a conservative area, I live in Louisiana, uh, but it had infiltrated some of these ideologies were infiltrating schools in my area. And I was already seeing teachers getting fired for speaking up. So I knew when I made that video that that was that was a a risk, you know, Uh, but. One of the things I had, you know, I got to realize, you know, I'm a Christian first and I'm a mama first. And, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to back down when it comes to protecting kids from, you know, indoctrination is basically what it is.
0: Yeah, no. And and it's that's what it is brave to do. And um, I've talked to others that have gotten fired and we we certainly know. Uh, of other stories of people being fired, and it's amazing. All you did was speak your mind. And now it happens to be truth, but you nevertheless you spoke your mind, and death threats come, and threats to be fired come, right? And yeah. and it's amazing how it's only the left that wants to fire people who have our opinion but they're allowed to have their opinion and that's exactly your point if they can talk about their gender ideology which is which is evil and absurd nevertheless right when you simply want to you know counter that they want you fired and it's in it's really sickening and i i believe more of us need to stand up because i think if we do what you do people will come out and support so that would be my next question is it's, you're obviously still a teacher. Did you, you, you didn't get fired. Tell us about that. Were, were you, did you have people fighting for you?
1: Yes. Yeah, so like it was, it was amazing because my community came and stood behind me during that time. Um, I was very, very proud of my community. It was a very scary time in my life. It was the first time I had ever encountered anything like that. Um, We had to put cameras all around our house because I didn't know at that time that these people really honestly, they're most likely in their mama's basement, eating flaming hot Cheetos and just being keyboard warriors to be honest. But I didn't know that at the time. I had never had anything like that happen to me where you get doxed and canceled, basically. People try to cancel you. I had never even heard the term cancel. I didn't even know at that time, really. I definitely didn't think anything like that would happen to me. But anyways, yes, my community stood behind me during that time of course there were people that disagreed and made that known but it was funny because the people calling into my school were not the students that the parents of the students that i teach they were people in other states you know so
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and that's funny that you say that about uh the the kids in their parents basement on keyboards you know whether, whether we call them uh you know, fake users. We certainly know that people do that. They, 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 they get out there, they pay people or they make a hundred accounts and then they make you feel like, and others feel like, Oh my God, everybody's after us. Um, or we saw this with, with riots during, you know, BLM riots in a city. And it was people from out of state that were coming in, in some cases, even being paid to come in and riot. We know that, that that occurred. It's it's sort of like the left's ideology is telling us that their way of thinking is the way everyone thinks, right? I mean, I deal with this at work, where celebrating Gay Pride Month with a background on Zoom and wearing a T-shirt on a conference call and all this stuff with Gay Pride is hundred percent acceptable. If I put a cross in my background. I might lose my job. Right. Right. And at what point does this, does this stop? I mean, is there a, is there a point where religion is banned completely?
1: Well, that, that was part of the point was whenever we try to even out the playing ground, you know, they come out mm-hmm. guns a-blazing. Yeah. Um, because it's not, it's, it's not balanced at all, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: so yeah. okay, so so you um, you're not just a teacher, you're a mom as well. and I know that because we had to we've had to partially work around our schedules and one of which was uh, your four year old and also my kids and things like that. So as a mom of a four- year old and I I have I have eight children myself, and I have my youngest two are eight and nine. And my wife and I oftentimes say, we worry about the kid's future. You know, where will things, I mean, we're sitting here having to worry about getting fired. If we say, yeah, there's two genders and that's it. Right. Almost as though five, 10 years ago, we, if someone told us that we'd say, come on, you're, you're kidding. It, it's never going to be that bad. What will it be 10 years from now? I mean, how, right. how much do you fear for your child?
1: Uh, yes. So that is something that is part of the reason why I have chosen to speak up, Uh, because I believe that the reason that we're in the place in our culture that we are right now is because of so many conservatives and so many Christians being silent. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I see happening now is courage breeds more courage. And so I noticed whenever people like myself or people like, um, you know, the the bigger named people, Candace Owens and Matt Wash and all of them, they're, they're speaking up, but they're encouraging other people to speak up too. And it, so it, it's not, it's one of those things where I, I fear for my kid, but I also have hope because I'm seeing more and more people rise up and speak up. Ordinary people like myself, just a mama, fourth grade teacher, you know, I'm seeing dads speak up. I'm seeing teachers, more teachers speaking up. So many people afraid of losing their jobs are saying, you know what? It's not worth it. A job is not worth Mm -hmm. my children having to to fight battles that they should never have to fight. So Mm -hmm. that's one of the things I, I am encouraged by is seeing more people rise up and speak up because for so long we have remained silent and I do believe that we're paying the price for that silence right now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, fear is, is our biggest. I actually, I actually believe that if you've ever been asked, what, what is the definition of woke, right? I mean, there is no really official definition. My belief is that woke is fear. You're afraid, and so you don't want to offend anyone. So you want yes. to be inclusive. But what's interesting is they're they're never afraid about offending us with what uh-huh. they do, right? They're but um, yeah. So one of the one of the people that I think of when I think of moms like you is I I've had on my show and I met in person. I met Riley Gaines. I don't know if you know who she is. Uh, she's the yeah. swimmer from Kentucky, uh, and she's twenty. Three, twenty-four years old. And she's out there taking bullets, just trying to defend young women in sports. And, and, you know, it's like, we need to all take a lesson from her and from you and from many others. You know, we, we don't have to be the Trumps of the world in order to fight. We need to be people like you and me. Uh, I want to ask you um, some questions on a few other areas, because I know you're passionate about a lot of topics and I um, and wanted to see if you're interested. So I want to ask you a question. And I was thinking this as we're talking. This wasn't anything I prepared. And I want to ask you who you fear or and who we should fear more. Joe Biden, the Democrats, or Vladimir Putin?
1: <laughs> I think Joe Biden. <laughs> I think...
0: Joe Biden needs to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I've said that. I've actually said our greatest threat and our greatest fear should be the Democrats, not Putin. I'm not saying yeah. Putin's not a nice guy that I want to have a beer right. with.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: who's going to destroy our country? I mean, it's being destroyed. We're censored. Uh, people yes. are being, uh, you know, arrested. You know, for uh, praying outside of a, an abortion clinic. Uh, right. Th- this. This is. This is really really outrageous. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I agree with you 100%. Okay. So the issue of, um, abortion is a, is a big one. It's a big part of my show because I believe that if there are people who devalue human life so much that they're willing to so brutally kill their own children and support that act, um, we really, we shouldn't be surprised if they want drag queens in schools.
1: Right. right. I
0: mean, it's nothing. So, you know, tell me if you think our country is headed down towards a culture of life or if we're going to continue to be a culture of death. Um, hey, buddy. <laughs> he can sit with you if, you if you want him to.
1: You can sit. No.
0: <laughs> if you're okay with him being on video.
1: Yes, yeah, so the topic of abortion is an. Ex- I'm very passionate, um, very outspoken about being pro life. Um, I think that people have used the language to desensitize. Um, I just watched a video recently where they made it, they made like a video where mamas were saying fetus instead of baby. The whole time, and it just desensitized um, the the reality that when a mom or when a mother mm-hmm. gets pregnant, that that is a human life from the day of conception. But yeah, like you said, we should not be surprised. You know, whenever we there's there's a, there's a war against children, and it starts in the womb, and then when children are born, I I see. That the enemy targets children, just like he targeted biblically, you know, Jesus as a baby, Moses as a baby, you know, you, you see that there's always been a battle there. There's always been a war for the children. And so I believe that, you know, if the enemy can't kill the child in the womb, then, of course, that children get targeted in all types of other ways. Uh, you know, sexual exploitation is a huge one that we're seeing right now in our culture where kids are, I mean, it's just absolutely absurd whenever you can justify inviting children to a drag show with drag queens in thongs twerking in the faces of toddlers. It's Mm. absolutely ridiculous. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I, I couldn't agree more in the sense, also in the sense that, um, when kids are exposed to things like this, whether it's even just talking about two dads or two moms and, and stuff, even if they're not pushed to be transgender, although you have teachers out there that are talking about saying, you know, you don't know yet what gender you are and stuff like that, even that stuff has a tremendous negative impact on kids as they continue to grow. We know for a fact, right, it's not questionable that if a child is sexually abused, their their life as a, you know, adolescent, teenager, adult and so on is is significantly, significantly worse. And it actually leads for to them being um, a part of that same perversion that they were a victim of. Right. And, you know, in. It, it's bad enough when it was hidden and it was a crime. Now it's out in the open. I mean, we have words like um minor attracted adults.
1: Uh, I know.
0: They're, they want to say that, hey, if you're attra- sexually attracted to a child, hey, you know, that's just... Because at what point are they going to say, you're born that way? Hey, you right. might... I mean, because that's what we say about so many of these other things. You're born that way.
1: Right. Because Um, whenever you create this idea that everybody gets to create their own truth and live mm -hmm. their truth and be who they are and, you know, you create a society where it's just it's a slippery slope. You know, you just end up with more and more corruption So, and that's, that's where we are, especially with you have the maps, but then you have the men who are trans, you know, not just men, but people that are trans age where they're now identifying as being little kids, you know, and they're 50 years old. And so it just is a gateway for pedophiles to have access to children.
0: Yep. Yeah, they, they want men to be in the locker rooms changing with women. That was one of the things that Riley Gaines people don't know enough about is that when they were swimming and changing and changing for us. She she told me, I think, for them to get into a new suit, it takes like 45 minutes, which I, I don't know. They must, you know, for competitive swimmers, there must, there's more to it than just throwing on a suit. But and she, she said, we're in the locker room walking around, and here he is. Here's this guy. This is what they want in high schools. They want it everywhere. And, again, they don't care about the rights of your daughters, my daughters, or other people's daughters to not have to be in a locker room uh, with, with a male. Uh, they, they only seem to care about the rights or the feelings of people that are mentally disturbed.
1: Right. And then if you speak up, you get accused of being bigot, homophobe, transphobic, all of that. And that's not, that's not the situation at all.
0: Yeah. Okay. So children
1: um, need to be protected.
0: Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Um, How has your family taken all this popularity you've gained?
1: (laughs) Well, I, I don't know. It just kind of happened. Like, so people on social media, it, it was a complete accident. I don't, you know, my husband is just, he's like, oh, okay, you know, he's, he's chilled out about it. And he just believes that it's the favor of the Lord and that, you know, God has a plan and a call and that the Lord will use me, you know, and that's yeah. what we believe. He'll just use me to speak truth and life into people.
0: Yeah. It, it, that's good. Good for him. Good for him. He probably, I'm sure uh, there were some people he probably would want to uh, knock into next week uh, based upon some of the you know, comments you might get based upon what you said. Uh, can't say I blame him if that's the case. I'm not saying that he did that, but uh, okay. So I put up on the screen for those watching uh, what your handle is on Instagram. Do you, do you mostly use, you had mentioned TikTok. Do you mostly use um, TikTok and Instagram?
1: I use both now. I mm-hmm. used to be on TikTok more. I just started using my Instagram more, um, but that is my handle. But on TikTok, it's at that one teacher 2.0 okay. because my first account got, you know, TikTok is very, everything censored on there. So my first account got banned. So I don't know how long, you know, this current account is going to last, but it is (laughs) 2.0. Okay.
0: I know the feeling. I, I've been banned. I I had to make a brand new account on YouTube. Um, I, I've, it's, it's a nightmare what they're doing. Uh, they don't like the truth even when it becomes obvious that it's truth, right? That's what's amazing. It's it's
1: amazing how they can censor every little bitty thing you say, but we can't get all the, the pedophiles off
0: the yeah off the yeah exactly yeah exactly exactly that's a really good point right it's so it's been so easy to take off little old me who has someone on talking about the vaccine or you who you know just a, a mom uh, in Louisiana who voices her opinion they ooh, they found that but they can't find the uh, predators that are out there uh, I don't I think it's because they don't want to uh, that's me saying that, not you, you're welcome to agree or disagree or say nothing, but I think that they, they like this, the, the perversion that's out there. I think the left, does. Well,
1: it's a moneymaker too. So yeah.
0: yeah, that's a good point. That's a good one. Okay. So for those that aren't watching and listening, uh, Kristen's handle is at that one teacher, and it's w h a n n so that one teacher that's on instagram the TikTok is at that one teacher 2.0 uh, so please uh, feel free check her out follow her you have really great stuff i'm looking at your instagram right now you have a lot of really really good stuff on a number of um a number of topics including education and teaching uh very very good stuff um Kristen Wan, keep up the great work. Next time you decide to um, post something controversial, let me know and you could do it on my show and we'll put it out there and both go viral. So uh, awesome. Kristen Wan, yeah, Kristen Wan, that Juan teacher. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, my pleasure. And thank all of you for listening to this episode of Feed Ace Podcast. Please check out all my podcasts and all the different podcast apps on YouTube, on Rumble,
1: and on Wednesdays
0: at 7 p.m. Eastern on rightamericanmedia.com and on whkradio.com um, as well. So thank you so much again for listening, and we'll see you next time.